guys, and welcome back to Rerun Replay, the show where we turn back the clock and rewatch television and movies from our 80s and 90s childhoods to see how they hold up in 2020. I'm your host, Max, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, CM. Hi, CM. How you doing? I prefer to be called Dungeon Master. You are the Dungeon Master. You will contribute nothing to this episode. Except my awkwardly large hands. Um, I don't know if you could tell. Uh, Sam was giving you a little clue. Uh, I am a voiceover actor. Hire me. We have already established your voiceover skills. (laughs) Um, Jim Cummings, beware. Uh, So we uh, found some YouTube copies. We, We had to go to YouTube. We are buying the DVDs of the cartoon Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I believe this is from 1982. I think it's from 1982. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Or 1983, I think. It ran for, I believe, like two years. It was two years, 83, 27 episodes, two seasons. Yeah. and With um, no finale. No no, series finale. No. No. They couldn't get a finale. Um, So we just randomly... what happened? Oh, I was talking to my brother. Yeah, why why did we watch this? Uh I just I thought of it. Oh, yeah, I thought of it um in conversation with my brother uh and you know, we've both played he and I have both played D&D a little bit. I haven't played I mean for more than a decade. On um, Jeepers, really? Yeah, you know, I mean, this is what uh you do before college apparently is you visit D&D whatever. Yeah. I anyway. didn't do that. Well, uh, too bad for you. A lot of cool people play D and D. Oh, here we go. Vin Diesel, and Vin Diesel played with Dame Judi Dench, um, Robin Williams, and Billy Crystal, uh, Patton Oswalt, and uh, Stephen Colbert, among many. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, randomly, it was just an idea. I had a little experience with this. How has no one created like a reality competition show where they do Dungeons and Dragons, but with celebrities on TV? They have done that. I think there's even one right now with, uh, Joe Manganiello. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sophia Vergara's husband, the guy who played, um, Deathstroke. Dungeons and Dragons show? Yeah. Well, he's, he also is like huge into it. He's been playing since he was a kid. I have not heard about this. Yeah, so it's happened. I don't think it's really a competition show because that's oh. not the whole. That's not the point of the game. Well, you got to change right? it. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, uh, amp it up. Well, some people got to die. Hey, man, we saw it amped up in this cartoon. Amped up to the fifteenth degree. This was amped up. Yeah, it was pretty amped up. Hmm. Um, I oh, uh, here is a general synopsis of this cartoon from IMDb, as usual. Uh, a group of kids are thrown into a fantasy world where they must search for a way home armed with magic weapons that an evil tyrant wants. That's it. That's all we get. Um, that's basically every episode, though. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's that's the whole point of the show. It's it's accurate. Uh, before we go into the two episodes that we actually watched, um, do you remember watching this as a kid? No, like not at all. Definitely not. Um, I remember images of it. I remember seeing, yeah, just images. But I, I never, I don't think I ever saw this show. Yeah, I, I definitely have vivid memories of the the little dungeon master, and the unicorn. But that's it. I don't, I don't know anything else about it. I didn't know. Yeah. I knew that it existed, but I was busy watching other cartoons. Yeah. This I wasn't even alive when this was on. Uh True. I was born in eighty seven. You were born earlier than that. Eighty four. Uh, Eighty four. So yeah. you 
I mean, it would I, be reruns. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the thing. Like I remember, um, you know, in all honesty, I don't even know if I remember this cartoon so much like anywhere even around when I was a kid. I may have seen like little bits of this way later on uh, upon like hearing about D&D for the first time, probably in like middle school. But by that point, I mean, this cartoon was so severely outdated. Fair. I mean, yeah. I didn't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. I, the only thing I'd heard that would have been close to it would have been the magic cards. Yeah. Which my mom said wasn't allowed in the house because they were like, she saw them as like tarot cards or like yeah. bad, like evil. Well, this is a major difference between our childhoods. And, you know, no no judgment on your mom. No, like, because they've yeah. she's loosened up like sure. crazy. Yeah. But this was the same reaction with like Harry Potter and yeah. stuff. You, uh, I think it, it was when we were younger and we were definitely going to church every Sunday. And, you know, yeah, we were trying to be the good Catholic family. I think the illusion is over. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, <laughs> she's so, still very religious. Don't get me wrong. My mother is very religious. I am somewhat loosely Christian, but the seriousness of it, like me going and doing every role in the Catholic church growing up is definitely no longer. Well, and my mom yeah. does have to go to mass cause I feel it's a, it's a part of her every Sunday, but yeah. Yeah. So that was partially why she thought, and she was listening to other mothers, why magic was evil. Dungeons and Dragons, we probably wouldn't have played either because of that. So D and D itself, um, during this time, I think as far back as, what D and D was created in the seventies? Mm-hmm. I think it was created in the seventies, um, but it was you know still a time where people were uh, describing it as uh, devil worship and you know all of that nonsense. So weird. Um, yeah, so that doesn't surprise me that you know like you didn't really have any interaction with D and D or knowledge of it until much later on. Which is funny because I feel like had I had. If I'd had friends that would have been interested in it, or if I knew about it, it's something that I would have played. Because yeah. I role-played a lot Ooh. growing up. Ooh. Shut up. In the church? With the pastors? <laughs> that is so rude. <laughs> um, no, um, but... Ugh. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Um, I'm the dungeon master now. <laughs> All right, Dungeon Master. So I, yeah, I never, I never, I would have had I known that it existed, but yeah, I played, I role played, we played characters. I remember we'd run out around during, like, we'd pretend we were Power Rangers and you're a putty this time. No, I'm the Green Ranger. Like, pretend was a big thing. So I feel like Dungeons and Dragons pretend is a big part of it, right? Are you taking on the role? You're taking on their characteristics. Sometimes people talk as the characters. Sometimes people dress up. Yeah. You so, know. well, D&D, and it's funny because I don't know if it has as much, in 2020, uh, my childhood, my childhood was comics and and a lot of geeky things, right? And, you know, soon D&D was in that realm. I didn't play until uh, much later in high school, but I still was very aware of it. The funny thing about 2020 is I don't know, like, what has kind of a, a negative, like, quote unquote, you know, dorky connotation anymore because like comic books are mainstream because we have the Marvel movies, you know, which like, which heightened everything, which upgraded. Uh, Comic-Con used to be a much smaller thing, more intimate thing. And now it's just like every television show, every movie, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, everyone knows about Iron Man and Thor. So I wonder how much of that has kind of spread and if D&D is a part of that. And I think that is one of the purposes of say, even like, 
the only show that I'm I'm very aware of is uh, again Joe Manganiello. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. His show. Um, because he's a big fan of the game. He's been playing since he was a kid. And so I think he is trying to bring it to a more mainstream place. Good you luck. Know, I don't know. It's ha- hey, man, drag queens are mainstream now. Why not D&D? Fair. That's with anything, though. No, but Why that's not? what I'm saying. Um, Why not in 2020? They just have to find the magic formula. Yeah. Um, so, you know, me playing it back then, it, what, in 2005? I think around like 2004, 2005 is when I was playing. Um, and yeah, it was still, you know, still looked down upon. But there, I, I hear even nowadays, like random people being like, oh yeah, I play D&D. Da, 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 da. It's like... Is it 2004, really? 2005? Uh, yeah, right before I, I moved uh, for school. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, I was right, out getting drunk. Good for you. You were older than I was. You are already probably in your th- third DUI. What? I don't know. I don't even have a driver's license. Oh, shame. You'll never be the dungeon master. Um, so, oh, to go back, D and D is actually a very fun game uh, because, yeah, you are playing as a character, but you should. It's not just like you know you pick up a video game and all of a sudden you're told like your attributes and you know your your dialogue and all that stuff. Like it's it's improv. You know you have to be in the moment. You have to be in character. Um, if you're not and you do stupid things, your party will probably probably turn on you and kill you you know and it's a group of people together instead of online playing through a computer screen or a phone screen whatever um it's cool uh, you this, know this episode is not sponsored by dungeons and dragons no um and also that none of this has anything to do with the cartoon no that's true <laughs> uh, but you know it, it is like it is the basis of the show whether it's a successful adaptation that's questionable um, I'm going to say uh, no. Well, we can get into it. Um, so we watched the first episode, I guess, theoretically, the pilot episode, even though, I mean, it's not a pilot. And then the, um, the second one was, uh, it wasn't much better. Um, so first and foremost, I assume that the first episode would give us like, you know, a background of what's going on. Um, the, there's no theme song. It's just exposition where it's just like, wow, amusement park. Let's go on this ride. Whoa. Super fun. I don't like this transport to world. You're in Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons. That's it. That's legitimately all the beginning of every episode is. Yeah. I I think maybe it wasn't in the budget. Yeah. It seemed like they had a lot of, they didn't have much money to do much of anything. I mean, the backgrounds were cool. Like every kind of location was really specific and different. That was cool. True. The drawing of it was pretty good. The music was the same music played over and over and over. Yeah, sure. And I found out it's because it's music from 1936 from like a really old black and white film. Oh, they probably didn't have to pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, we were both pretty astounded when we first saw the opening just because I, I mean, I don't know what you, Well, we but thought we were going to get some like exposition or introduction to the kids so that we cared about them. But it was just confusing because it starts, you think you're going to get like your classic eighties or nineties, like intro song to kind of get you amped up and excited. And there was none of that. And if anything, it was just a group of kids, really random group of kids. Yeah. Like, they don't, how do they know each other? None of them fit together at all. Um, and they all get on, on this ride together. That's like a dark ride, like, uh, like the haunted ones you'd find at a carnival. And then all of a sudden they're like, whoa, 
Here we go, guys. Oh, my God. Where are we? And then their whole mission when they get to whatever land, they didn't. They don't say. I think they just call it Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, the world, world of Dungeons yeah, and Dragons. Yeah, they don't. It, there's That's no name. It. Yeah, they never say the name of the world, but their mission is to get back home. Yeah, the even whole though time. I guess the like I think the dungeon master brought them. I'm yeah. I'm so confused. There's so much that needs to change. Like I honestly, I would be very interested. Oh, we're not supposed to talk about reboots yet, but. It could be re- It could be fixed. I could doctor this mother up. Um, I think it could be fixed. Well, okay. Be- before that, before we go into yes. what this could turn into. Um, so so well, they get pulled into this world. And they meet. And this is all in the intro this slash legi- title sequence. All of this stuff is 15 seconds. Yes, yeah, very quick. So that's what also took us off guard and kind of like, huh? We kind of looked at each other like, is that, that's what and we actually paused it for a second because we thought we missed the intro like that it was starting in the middle of the episode i need to double check just to make sure that like is this the first episode are they just showing like like last time on yeah it was what it seemed like yeah it seemed like last time on and it wasn't and the 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 dungeon master is even like here's your powers here's your powers he's just like you're an acrobat and you're a thief and you're an archer and you're a like a gallivant and you're a viking yeah so just there yeah. are six kids. Um, so weird. One's an archer. One's a thief. One's an acrobat. One's a, a, a gallivant, I think is what they call them. One's a barbarian, and one is a wizard. And then they randomly like Have a run into a unicorn, like Which but is a never baby explained. unicorn, uni. And then um, there's the dungeon master who looks like a mix of Watto from Total Recall, the the guy who comes out of the guy's chest. Quaid, start the reactor, Quaid. I don't remember. Okay. Um, or it's just like a melted cabbage patch kid head on like a little gremlin body. That he's better. He's weird looking. Um, and then he's like, and the, the enemy is Verger. What the hell is the, the back shadow? Guy's name? No. What is his name? It's like, uh, I don't know. Um, Venger. Venger's the bad guy. Uh, I don't know the name of any of the kids. I just know that... Um, well, they, it's because the only name that they repeat over and over is Sheila. And it's because during the episodes, they never refer to Sheila as her her, her gift, which is supposed to be a thief with the magic cloak. They don't. Uh, they never refer to her again as thief, 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 thief. And I think it's because it's a children's show. It's also something I saw online. Oh. The whole time, the, wiz- or the dungeon master refers to all the other kids by their given gifts like wizard or whatever. Um, but she's the only one that he'll refer to as Sheila. Huh. Interesting. Um, most of these kids are white, uh, with the exception of the acrobat who is African-American. Um, but with like white features. Like it looks like she was drawn white and then they just colored her brown. She's like, um, I think like when they started doing like black Barbie, right? It was like, yeah. oh, it's just Barbie, but painted. Um, my bigger issue, I mean, it's look, it's great that they had that little bit of a diversity. And I mean, honestly, like, they use the character a lot. They, she's yes. all over the place. She's a physically strong character. Oh, she's the most capable. If you want a representation in any, any way in a cartoon back then in the eighties, she's not a bad one. My bigger issue is that she's dressed so inappropriately. This is a child and she's well, like wearing like just a basically like fur bra and let's, fur panties. Let's call her Barbarella. I mean, it's just like, why? What? How did you? 
what what are you doing who gave her this that child or that outfit i mean yeah. but again like you're right she is they're only really two capable characters it's her and then the archer white blonde ubermensch archer who is like the leader of the group i guess um otherwise the gallivant is like some spoiled rich kid who just who c- looks complains. either asian or hispanic i think he's supposed to be jewish I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be Jewish. All right. He's like, yeah, the idol. I'm good with money. He does not. I want to go home and go to my big mansion, and I don't like you. That's what he sounded like. He, also, he, a reminder, he I am me, Jewish. Yeah. Just We're just so a reminder. <laughs> so he can say these things. I can say idol, idol. I, I kind of, when I was watching it, was thinking of the character Edmund from uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The brother who just kind of is... Oh, who's just a who douche. Who wants to be included, but is a total douche and just wants to be the naysayer about everything. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, he ends up always getting involved because he doesn't want to be left out. I guess. I mean, he's that his main attribute is he's a douche. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the thief and the barbarian. Uh, the thief is the bigger sister of the barbarian. Um, and then... How you've did got you the, get that? Because she said, he's my little brother. I think this was like at the beginning of the first episode. Oh, I didn't catch it. Why are you bothering my little brother? Something like that. Stupid. The little brother is the one with the unicorn? The barbarian. And he's like best friends with the unicorn. And then um, uh, the the nerd is the wizard who is really shitty at magic. Like everyone else is... Like the acrobat is fucking good at acrobatics. There's not a single flaw. No, not, not at all. She also like throws her like her bow staff, which he pole vaults all over the place yeah. with she like spins it to take out like multiple torches shouldn't be possible to- super capable she didn't have to learn anything yeah the wizard is like oh let's get burgers and food for everyone and he pulls out a cow he creates life yeah. actually that's you know what that's actually very impressive he can create life he pulled he a cow out of his hat. Life. yeah oh, so he's god he's god <laughs> anyways um yeah what's the first episode oh, um so the first episode when they i guess it's the first day that they're there um there's a uh i think four or five headed dragon that's after them and yeah. then they uh get away from it and then they find out that in order to get home they have to go to this kingdom um in order to find a way home. And on the way there, they run into randomly Merlin. Oh, they have, I think that's the whole thing. It's like, go find Merlin. No, it wasn't to find Merlin. It was to go to some city. Oh, Helix. Helix. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Like they never ended up in the city. I, I, they never made it to the city. Instead, they got distracted by Merlin who in turn, spoiler alert, is not Merlin. Oh, yeah. The dungeon master gives them like a riddle at the beginning of every episode. He can't help them. We we still don't know if he's the one who brought them to the world of Dungeons and Dragons, but he definitely can't help them other than give them one riddle. And also, so, why would he bring them to this world for them to only end up going home like that? Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, look, I'm it's not, not like they're learning anything. These characters aren't learning anything, anything about anybody. It's not like the Wizard of Oz. I know that. I know this is a cartoon. I, I know this was made for kids. But this cartoon treats children so stupidly that it's like they don't really need any kind of story. It's just like they're here. They need to go home. Except for the douchebag. He might be the oldest one because he did in the second episode call that guy on BS. Oh, he, he constantly cat. with the... He calls things out, the oh. douchebag. Oh, he also hates the dungeon master. He's like, this mother... Oh yeah, because Just, he keeps he brought the, us. He, he never keeps helps appearing us. and disappearing at convenient moments. Yeah, which is like a an asshole move. Yeah, he's like, oh, be careful! The main villain's gonna have white hair. 
Oh, can you tell us anything? Oh, you're gone. Okay, cool. Thanks, dude. Like, okay. Thanks for trapping us here. We're children. So in a weird way, he's the villain. He's like playing with them. The, this is the makings or of a good dungeon master. You're always against the dungeon master. Um, maybe that's the end of the series. You find out that uh, uh, I don't the dungeon know. master and Venger are the same character. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do know uh, supposedly online that the uh, writer... Oh, spoiler alert? What? Spoiler alert. No. Spoiler alert. I guess. I don't know. Uh, the writer of the series, I guess, did write a, ser- a series finale, like a final episode that never got made. And when they released, I guess, the two seasons on DVD or something like that, when they released that, he released the script for it online so people could actually go and read it. And then on the DVD, there was included a radio play of that last episode. Oh, that's cool. So they did like a radio play of it, oh. which is a cool idea, actually. I only saw that they were going to like reinvent the show with the fourth season if they got there um and they needed more than a reinvention i mean they needed to overhaul that thing well yeah so oh my god like Again, give the kids a it, purpose give the dungeon master yeah. a purpose the villain something better than than just we don't know what he wants he's he just after wants, like, these weapons yeah he's after their weapons but he doesn't really need them because he has his own powers and that's who yeah. in the first episode is imitating or pretending to be merlin and he even uses his powers at one point in the scene, and then he acts like he can't do anything against this large dragon. Who just keeps showing up, who, again, it's the first episode, but they don't really introduce the dragon. The kids are just like, oh, yeah. it's it, it's name keep, like Talmud. Yeah. It's That's, like, oh, it's Talmud the dragon. But this is why we thought we started it in the middle of like maybe two or three episodes in or something weird, because nothing was ever introduced. Yeah. They throw you right in the middle of it, and they don't... It's not like... It's one thing to be thrown because a lot of uh, a lot of things or shows sometimes will throw you in the middle of a situation or a film will throw you in the middle of a situation, which is fine and it gets you it's exciting and it puts you right in the middle of the action. But then there are things that come after it between scenes with characters where things are revealed and you start to learn about who these characters are, where they came from, things like 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 they could have had a scene between the brother and the sister where like I miss mom and dad and da 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 or whatever you know. Yeah, none of you, they could have all been from the same high school. We don't know. Well, that and that's kind of the thing. Like or middle school, I don't know. There, there is no, there is no real first episode. Uh, what they really need to do is. Have an episode where we introduce the kids in, you know, our world. Like, do they, are they like a breakfast breakfast club kind of group? You know, like they're just kind of joined together by chance and they become, you know, like a unit via that. They could have all been in detention, snuck out and went to the carnival and then they get sucked in. Something that easy. We have no idea. And so because of that, I have no idea what the name is of any of these characters. I can't believe that you remember the name Sheila because honestly, it's like blonde guy, little blonde one then redhead girl, then black girl, then Jewish kid, then nerd. That's it. That's all of the characters. And I don't know any Sheila. of the names. The wizard's name also is like name, Dorco. Sheila. Yeah. What was the wizard's name? It was like Dorco. It's Maybe. like everyone else has a normal name, but he's got like like a stupid name. Dorco. I don't know. I'm yeah. Look. I, I don't know. I don't know. I will say, you know, this. Presto. His name Presto, is Presto like the Pres- Magician. Presto whatever, like magic. So I've got, I've got the IMDb up. It's Hank. Eric, Sheila, Diana, Bobby, and Presto. Yeah, no. What the fuck? Like and who? Uni. And Uni. The unicorn. Uni was Uni is a snarf character who just has an annoying voice. Who's like really the animal annoying. creature with them, and at least Snarf spoke English. Uni is just like yeah, constantly whining. Just 
all the time. You need not to do useful, anything. Doesn't fly. Doesn't Nothing. have any magic. She can't even climb a ladder when she's they're trying like, to go up to like that castle. She's like a, a budget-friendly My Little Pony. But can't can't my little? I mean, I guess there. It's it just my little pony flies, who, and they all have gifts. Who in the hell just like thought that this was necessary? They needed like another thing with no character to it. The only thing that has character is like the dungeon master, kind of because he's like Yoda ish. He's Yoda ish, right? but he's also so like at the time this was released, it was around the same period of like. Star Wars is coming around. They had Kroll. They had Conan the Barbarian. Uh, they had, oh, Lord, um, like a whole slew of sci-fi and fantasy-related films. And so they were just trying to tap into it and bridge the gap between, like, adults that could see stuff like Conan the Barbarian with, like, a bunch of boobs and stuff in films and, like, with kids that can watch it from home and something that's quasi-kid-friendly. Yeah. You know, even though you had... Um, the acrobat who was kind of basically half naked. Um, it was still kid friendly compared to something that they would have seen on yeah. the big screen. Um, to go back to the first episode, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I had no idea what was going on up until like they get to Merlin's castle and it just ran like th- this dragon shows up out of nowhere. They trap it. And then Merlin's like, uh, I can help you. I can also help your wizard friend, but your wizard friend needs to live with me forever. Yeah, that was weird. And then it's like an off-screen conversation, and the kids are like, I hope he doesn't leave us. Like, And, and then, they come back then, on. Yeah, and then Merlin's like, yeah, your friend said he's cool. He's going to stay here forever. But he doesn't Presto lo- says nothing. But the little kid doesn't say anything. Yeah. Like, he looks uncomfortable as if, like, something went down in the back room, and he, he's like... He 100% got a finger up his very, butt. It's very, very uncomfortable 100% got a finger up his butt. It Really? Yeah. No, 100%. I've it's never been a magic so... finger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where the magic comes from. It just kept growing. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, no, but seriously, like it was a very awkward scene. Yeah. You know, and none of the kids questioned it until they were outside of the castle. And then they go, wait, I hope he did. Like, what? Isn't this a conversation that should have happened right there and then and said, no, he's coming home with us. And the kid has no reason to want to stay. Also, all jokes aside, that's not a good thing to show kids. It's like, oh, you've met this random, oh, like, yeah. old, creepy man. Oh, yeah. If you have a friend and, and he's saying to just kind of, like, let him go alone with the old man. Yeah, just let him go. That's fine. That's inappropriate. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, so anyway, they do leave him. They end up they leaving do. him behind. They leave him. That's it. Mind it's you, done. in a completely, basically planet for all they know, a completely different planet. Yeah. They're trying to go home. And this kid, yeah, there's no question of like, I want to go home. No. Instead, he's he's staying behind with this old wizard it makes that he no, thinks is Merlin. It makes no sense. And then uh, there's like something happens where the kid does a spell that he thinks is going to get him and his friends home. So then it's like, well, wait, is he just using Merlin? Like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but the spell but that actually, was never discussed. Not at all. The spell then actually summons dragons who go to attack the town of Helix Merlin is actually Gengar. What the fuck is his name? Victor, Victor, I don't, whatever the Vic, the, the villain, Victor, the villain, the necromancer, no. that guy. <laughs> and then the kids save the town. The wizard gets the dragons back and then they go on their way. That's the first episode. It was awful. I think it's like, it was just so, it was so stupid. And it's also like both episodes share this in common. There is like so much in the middle that doesn't matter. Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah. Like, 
they basically tell you that Dungeon Master tells you what the end of the episode, like what they're trying to get to. Um, and so you're like, cool, beginning of episode, this is what we have to do. End of episode, we end up doing it or close to the whole middle of the episode has nothing to do with anything. But it's also because they're supposed to be trying to get home. Yeah. In a weird way. But like, you know what would have solved it? And they used kind of the, the ideas from the never ending story where like Sebastian goes there and finds out that they desperately need him to save their world. Like, so that the kids want to go home, but at the same time, they want to save this world that they've been dumped into. And the dungeon master says, I brought you here because I yeah. need you to help these people. So that they have a reason to stay. Otherwise, literally every episode is them saying, oh, I hope we get home. How are we going to get home? Dungeon master shows up, says you have to go to this village, that city, or this person. On the way there, shenanigans ensue. Uh, they get into a little bit of trouble. Um maybe a portal opens up and they almost go, but then they stay back because they want to help somebody. They feel bad and the portal closes and then the episode ends and you're like, Oh, they're still stuck there. Yeah. Well that's, so that's the second episode. Yeah. Like basically it ended yeah. with the portal closing, but none of the kids were crying. They were just walking away like, ha, ah, we really helped each other out. And they just, I'm like, you guys just missed your opportunity to go home. Yeah. Except for the, the Jewish kid, the Jewish who kid, is the like, bag was like, Hey, what are you guys doing? What's wrong with you? This thing is open. I can, what do you, I can, smell I can burgers. almost smell the hamburgers, the hamburgers. I, I hope the, the kosher. It smells like a filter fish. Uh, you can't say that. Oh, I'm like Jewish by proxy. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> Shalom on each man. Oh boy. Um, that's pretty good, right? No. Akoba said. Akoba said. I know no. a little bit of. They're going to take away my bar mitzvah room. license. Your what? License? My bar mitzvah license. Your bar mitzvah? Yeah. When you uh, have bar mitzvah, they basically give you. They do like, not a give you a license. That says you no, are now bar mitzvah. Not. You're able to fight in the Israeli army. And I bet you they charge you for that license too. <gasps> So anti-Semitic. <laughs> oh no, it's fair. I joked about uh, your Catholic priest, um, but anyways. But but oh my god, in the butt butt. Um. Anyway, so, so the second episode, we're talking in circles because nothing happens. Nothing happens. I'm gonna any look, gravitas or importance. To, to be completely honest with you guys, this. This episode is really hard to do because, like, there are some cartoons and movies that we watch, and it's like, oh, this is, like, really interesting to watch in 2020 as an adult. This cartoon was not enjoyable to watch, and it's not even, like, funny bad. It's just bad. The only two positives I have, and I said this before we started recording, is I have two. I didn't tell them what they were, but one is I like the voice work of the Dungeon Master, his voice work, his voicing, because the rest of the kid act voice actors, I don't think they were kids, are god awful. They're very flat. Well, they all sound exactly the same. And yeah, and maybe a couple of them voice. I don't know. I, I didn't care enough to actually go and look and find out who these voice actors were because it wasn't that good to begin with. Yeah. And then the only second thing that I liked was, other than the Dungeon Master's voice work, was, um, uh, the acrobat. Because I thought yeah. she was cool. I was like, this cool. This girl's a badass. Yeah. You know, she's swinging her thing around, doing her stuff. But it is kind of weird when you brought it up. I didn't think of it in the episode, really. Was she's the only one that's like a master of her skills. And the rest of them are just duds. The You can make the case for the archer. The archer is very capable with what he does. Um, I mean, he's shooting lightning out of his, his bow. Yeah, they're like magic arrows. The gallivant, he just has a shield. And so I was really confused. It's like, is his 
power. He just has a shield. Is yeah. that it? Well, he, still by the second episode, he hasn't done anything. No. So we, we maybe he does more later on. Maybe. maybe you Don't know care. What? He's really good at accruing interest. That's what he's very Is good that at. A Jewish joke? Yeah, I can make that joke. Oh my gosh, um, we're gonna be cut out of the internet. Yeah, well, we're you gonna know. lose our jobs like everybody else. Hey, man, you know everyone's being canceled for everything else. I if I can't make fun of my own people, what can I make fun of? Apparently, nothing nowadays. I, I don't accept that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, second episode wasn't much better. Um, if anyone cares what the second episode was about, uh, basically they run into this knight who's a coward. And Which is kind of funny. I'm like, okay, this might be going somewhere. It doesn't. Um, nope. And then he all doesn't sudden, learn from the kids. The kids don't learn from him. No, the, they they get kidnapped by slug people, and then the knight saves them. And then, but, but accidentally. By accident. Then the dungeon master is like, you have to fight a beholder, which is actually a big Dungeons and Dragons thing, mm. mind you. I was very happy. Oh, by the way, we in in these two episodes see so many dragons. I get that the show is called Dungeons and Dragons. We see so many goddamn dragons. Um, Dragon Slayer, that was the other movie that was out back then in the 80s that people were like, oh, sorry. Phenomenal. Uh, I so like Dragons Rain- were a big deal. Uh, well, dragons have always been a big deal. Even before Game of Thrones. Remember, and Excalibur. Remember Reign of Fire? Patrick Stewart. Reign of Fire, Matthew McConaughey. I like Christian that movie, Bale. actually. Yeah, I did too. It's a good movie. Take out the heart, bring down the beast. Um, oh, and then they fight a beholder. So beholder, the eye creature with the the tentacles. Yeah, that is a big D and D thing. Like it's on the cover. I think it's on the cover of the original D and D manual. On one of them, um, it's a great accomplishment. So, hey man, if you want to talk about D and D, and you're not talking about either the D or the D, you're probably talking about a beholder or a gelatinous cube. I'm always talking about D. <laughs> I know you are. Ew. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's Oh, and then they almost get back to this portal to go home. They don't, and they're totally fine with it. Yeah, they walk away into the sunset, and no one, no one's crying. No one's upset that they just lost their opportunity. You don't even have the douchebag screaming behind the group saying, You guys, what was that? You, <laughs> you messed this up. Well, I was almost not going to have to censor this episode. Thank you very much. Uh, very happy to make more work for you. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's really it. Like, so you want to talk about like how to make this better or reboot it in a way. And the funny thing is, well, the funny thing is like they did, uh, Dungeons and Dragons movies. They did at least two of them that I know of, but there was nothing like coming from another world. No, not at all. It was like literal. It was just like, you're in that world. You know, this movie is very, or I'm sorry, this cartoon if they wanted to do something with it, would be very close to like the Jumanji reboot, right? Yeah. People coming from the real world into yeah. this world, this game world, uh, and then whatever. Um, honestly, I would be okay with that. I would be okay with that. It would be really fun. Um, if you want to do a TV show of it, uh, that's cool. Just invest some money, you know, and like there's a l- this game has been around for like what, 50 years by this point? If it's from the 70s, like 50 years. There are so many creatures. There are so many lands. There are uh, uh, pre pre written stories. Mm-hmm. You have so much to draw from. Yeah, and the only thing they drew drew, drew from, the only thing they took from Dungeons and Dragons was the <laughs> monsters. Yeah, drew? but like, that's my that's that's my point. You know, there's so much more that you can do. You don't need to have if you want to have like kids from the real world. We you know like who we kind of are introduced to this world with. That's totally fine. But like 
you can have more fun with it. I think that's the success of, I, I, I only saw the first Jumanji movie. Did you see the second one? Nope. Yeah. Um, I think the first one was a success. Uh, and I really love the original Jumanji movie. Um, do something like that. You know, it's fun and stupid. Uh, either that or, I don't know, make it like an, a Rick and Morty type of show. Like, not as adult so that kids could enjoy it as well. But, like, just make it, just be more meta about it. Yeah. If you're going to say these kids are from the real world and they're already aware of D&D. Give them the character tropes. Make it meta. Just just do it. It's yeah. fun. Like, the African-American girl, the, the acrobat, could have been a literal gymnast in the high school. You could have a had a uh, Jurassic Park just like Kimberly two. and Power Rangers. <laughs> no, Jurassic Park two. You, oh my God, it's the same character. The daughter, Jeff Goldblum's daughter, who does the gymnastics to fight the yes. Velociraptors. Yeah, it's the same character. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God, that was the inspiration. Oh Lord, I figured it out, you guys. We've been searching for twenty I years. I figured it out. I figured it out with a pencil and a pen. I figured it out. I don't know if you can even do that. Uh, you're going to get copyright. Copyrighted. There's no music happening. I'm just singing it. Oh, can you just replace that with just you going like... Doot, 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 doot. Nope. We'll see. You might have to. Um, I think that's all you can really do with it, honestly. Um, yeah, because... The- also, they didn't have to wear those costumes. No. Like, no one goes, where's my jeans and shirt? Where... When did I get naked? Who took my clothes? <laughs> oh my God. There's one scene she first gets there. Oh my God, I'm naked. Don't look at me. That would be funny. The girl's That'd constantly just really asking funny. for like pants. Can you please, Dungeon Master, just give me some <laughs> pants? <laughs> Dungeon Master's like, we don't wear bras here. Oh, and they're all like, I need my trainer. Oh. <laughs> the Dungeon Master's like, I'm wearing all of your bras. Ooh. Oh, God. He's a creepy character. What? Why did they design him with like a lump on his on the top of his head? I don't know. He kind of reminds me of the character from Masters of the Universe. The uh, little the guy. movie or the, the movie? The, the movie. Oh, um, the little guy. Uh, what? What was his name? You should know this. Well, um, it's not Orko. No, it's uh. Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. What? It's Glenn, right? No, it's not Glenn. Well, um, he does kind of look like him while you figure that out. Uh, he does kind of look like that, but it's just, I don't know if they took this character and they were like, well, he doesn't look weird enough. Like the original design was like a normal looking dude. And so they literally just compacted him with the exception of one spot, like the soft spot on his skull. Cause it's just like this lump. Not a soft and, spot. Yeah, you know, like babies have the soft spot on their head. You That's technically still have that. I think it's it's always like a weaker point of your skull. I do not have a weak skull. Gwildor. Gwildor. There we go. Gwildor. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, Gwildor is, is a better character than the Dungeon Master, who, again, is the most complex character in this show. Everyone else is so surface Even level. Willow would have been a better, better Dungeon Master. You know, I've never seen willow we should watch that next i haven't seen willow in willow in forever yeah i think it might be on disney plus val kilmer's in willow correct it's a george lucas film tom cruise is in legend yes okay legend is actually one that i was interested in going back to tim curry as tim curry is the devil yeah Yeah. the Um, prosthetics are amazing in that yeah i think i have it on special edition dvd uh there's a unicorn in that there's unicorns in all of this bullshit. Not in Lord of the Rings. Yes, 
There are no unicorns. There isn't? I thought there was. Like when Frodo's so. like going through the forest and he sees a unicorn and then That's Kate Harry Potter. is there. No, <laughs> is there no unicorn in Lord of the Rings? Uh, I don't think so. I even mm. read the book. I don't remember unicorns being in there. Mm. I don't... I get, you know what? I don't know. They all kind of blend together a bit. I mean, eventually. Yeah. There's no unicorns in uh, Game of Thrones either. Yeah, I would be... It would be weird if they showed up in that world. I know they're dragons and like zombies. But dragons, zombies, a unicorn uh, wouldn't fit giant in people. I was gonna say Lord of the Rings. I, you know, centaurs, right? Weren't there centaurs too, or something like that in Game of Thrones? Yeah, I don't know. They're giants. I blacked out after the 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 last season. Yeah, <laughs> it's in a weird way. It's kind of a forgettable show. Like you remember certain like little well, like you remember what the White Walkers with, looked it like. It went out with a whimper. It also was really boring for so many seasons. That's true. Nothing happened. It became talking heads for a while. Yeah, it was stupid. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Game of Thrones. And we're talking just about like, Dungeons and Dragons. Just like I wasn't the biggest fan of Dungeons and Dragons because honestly, it's it's an even more forgettable show. Um Yeah, I would say I would love for them to reboot this. They well, gotta fix it though. Yeah, totally. Do give it to someone who like saw it as a kid, knows how stupid it was, uh, and then you know, can can really like do something either funny or creative or like something with it. it because be f- I could see it as a funny, heartfelt movie. Yeah, where like the characters are trying to deal with like their inner demons or whatever struggle they have, but through helping whatever w- this world is that they land in, they learn about themselves and grow. Jumanji, and then they go home. Jumanji, yeah, Jumanji, yeah. It's basically yeah, it's Jumanji. Yeah, I I would even actually in a, I would be fine with a total ripoff. Have the Rock in it. Have Kevin Hart in it. I don't care. Or have it as like a weird like like universe. You know, it's like, oh, it's the getting sucked into the game world you cinematic universe. Where there's like multiple games. Yeah. Like, oh, we, we were playing Jumanji. They cross into the now world playing of, of uh, Clue. D&D. And then they pass into oh, the world Clue of Sorry. Weird. And then the game of life. Operation. It's just like a bloody mess everywhere. That'd be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. Um... Yeah, would you ever be interested in playing D anD D after watching the show? Um, uh, if it was in reference to the show, like as if the show was supposed to inspire me to play it, absolutely not. Mm. Um, but if I had a group of friends that were fun and non-judgmental and were real people, were real people, which because you don't have any, they don't exist. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. You could write your true. Catholic priest up. I'm sure he'd be interested in seeing. I don't you. talk to any of them anymore. Yeah, he didn't leave them, his number up your butt. People. He didn't leave his number up your butt. <laughs> All right, you've had your fun. <clears throat> um, so you wouldn't. This didn't inspire you to play D and D. No, but am I interested in playing? Yeah. Do I have the time? No. Well, I don't care if you have the time or not. You make time to save the realm that you're trying to save. No. Ah, selfish. Sorry, it's also just very hot in this apartment. Oh, we're back to you talking about how hot it is where we're recording. Were you really? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's you, fu- so you funny. You used to do this as well. You were like, yeah. oh, it's so hot. Well, it was. <laughs> we just got out of winter, I guess. So for a while, I was like, yeah, I'm comfortable. Yeah. But now it's like, oof. You the sun is back and she's fierce. Well, I guess being also trapped in the apartment still with quarantine question mark? Is quarantine still We're happening? We're in phase one, they said. Are we? I don't know. I but mean, everyone's doing whatever the heck they want out there. Yeah. Well, um, I guess that's really it. Um, did you have anything else, any trivia or anything that you found about this show? 
Um, uh, there is about zero trivia, other than that script thing that turned into a radio play, mm-hmm. and that the guys who created this show um, were actually like pretty pro- uh, not prolific, not that's not the word, but successful like um, '80s cartoon people. What do you know? What else they worked on? Yeah, give me two seconds. I also saw that Marvel Entertainment was uh, was behind this, correct? In some because way, because one of the guys did a lot of Marvel stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, have... and uh, we usually talk about this. Um, yes, uh, Jeffrey I think... Scott and Michael Reeves. Oh, those those and cool Michael cats. Reeves, writer slash producer on a bunch of stuff. So he did like Batman the Animated Series, Batman Black Mask. Um, he did Gargoyles. He did Star Wars Droids, the cartoon. He did Batman Mystery something or other. He made Master of the Universe. Hmm. I mean, oh, Young Hercules when it was Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Gosling. Or Ryan Gosling, sorry. Yeah, how dare you. I know. Um, yeah, so he did quite a few stuff. And then you have Jer- Jeffrey Scott. Uh, here we go. Jeffrey Scott worked on Muppet Babies. Uh the Wacky World of Tex Avery, if you remember that show, I do. Ninja Turtles, um, and a bunch of other stuff I all of a sudden do not recognize. Mm. Uh, by the way, you had said that you didn't like the animation. Um, that's actually kind of my plus. I was I was actually kind of cool with the animation, given the it was made in the early '80s. I also like the fact that everywhere they went, like the locations were very different. That that was well, yeah. That was actually really but cool. Those are matte paintings. That's a, a very care. skilled artist. That's matte painting. I'm talking about the actual physical animation of the characters because sometimes they the character's voice would be saying three words and the mouth would just stay open. Well, that's how we talk. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. And I just be, I'm a huge Disney person, as some of you people have listened to a lot of these know. Like the the excuse for not animating them well enough is pretty low for me because Disney was able to do a bunch of stuff. Disney even then had that Disney money. They but did not, not with Snow White, Disney really. Money. I'm assuming that like the budget on Snow White was maybe what they had well, to work with. But that's a feature by film. then, by you, this time. You can't compare this cartoon to a feature film. Fine. You asshole. Whatever, you're very aggressive. I think the heat's getting to you. A little bit. You're getting like it's really so rude hot. and vulgar. Well, you were getting very anti-Semitic, and you, you have been for all the episodes now. You, what? <laughs> that is not true. I need to say that is not true so that I do not stay unemployed for the rest of my life. This is true. Um. All right, guys. Well, uh, that was it. We rewatched Dungeons and Dragons. What a great cartoon it was. Uh, as always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening or watching whatever you were doing. Um, Sam, do you want to tell them what they can do now? You are the wind beneath my wings. I don't know that where that was going. <laughs> can you just tell them anything? <laughs> Sorry, it's more? really hot. I think I'm dehydrated. Um, so if you could just like and subscribe wherever you're listening or watching from, um, and comment below on any of our, uh, social networks, just letting us know if there's any shows you want us to check out. Um, do you want to start giving like, you, you already link our personal Instagram accounts or Twitter accounts, right? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean Twitter? No, I don't use Twitter. I don't use Twitter. I mean, I have Twitter, but I don't use Twitter and Instagram. Instagram, mine is at actually underscore CM. Mine is at M Danish, D-A-N-E-S-H. I should change mine to something fun. I came up with yours. 
Actually, no, he no. didn't. Yes, he did. He's a liar. I'm great at branding. No, I'm a branding no, master. No, he's not. Despite what some companies might say. Yeah, that's why he's. Yeah, I was gonna say that's why you're unemployed. <laughs> oh, rough. And they're stealing your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, on that note, thanks so much, guys. Bye bye.